I'm Steve. And I'm Jason. And we're the hosts of an explorative podcast called Grognostics, where we mix in one part of curiosity, one part comedy, one part craft beer tastings, one part education, and yet one part fictional stories. Good lord, that's a lot of parts. Look, uh, this, the show's really cool, okay? I don't know, I'm not so sure now. Sounds more confusing than the time we came over early to your Christmas party last year and found you bawling your eyes out, pantless, mind you, to a Lance Bass Hallmark movie. That was a phase, Jason. A phase, I tell ya. <laughs> Look, if you want to listen, grab a cold one and tune in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You might even learn a thing or two. That's Grognostics, G-R-O-G-N-O-S-T-I-C-S. Look, my pants are in the dryer. Lance just happened to be on. Sure, buddy. Uh, actually, when we were watching that documentary yesterday, I was looking, just type in cults on Amazon Prime, and there was a, I think it was a documentary, maybe it's a, uh, can't be a horror film, but it was called <laughs> The Devil's Lettuce. <laughs> you don't know if it's, which one. Oh, I think you buried the lead. It's both. It's both. It's <laughs> See, I'm to the point now, especially being in the conspiracy world, that I just assume most films are documentaries. Yeah. Independence Day. Correct. Men in Black. <laughs> Men in Black. Um, the Conjuring. Park. Yes. Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah. The Ten Commandments. Yes. Just all Cleopatra. of them. Cleopatra. Yes. Uh, what's the Brad Pitt one where he's like in the Trojan horse? Troy. 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 Yes. Mr. Well, and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite movie. That's a good one. God, that movie's bad. It's not good. It's uh, But it did start their love affair, technically. I thought they had like 14 African kids by that point. Already. No. No. No, no. No, no. Hold on. They, I think they were Asian kids. They Asian? adopted Asian kids. Well, yeah. no, no, they adopted one Asian and a black kid or an African kid, and they had their own kid biologically. What? They were able to make one. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yes. they actually had like three biological kids or four or something like that. But Did they have that many? Yeah. But no. they said, "Why oh, by twins, twins, right? And slightly yep, used yep, yep. They're they're divorced now, correct? Yeah. 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 Okay. You know what the saddest part about the whole thing was is that... That we know that? <laughs> that we're talking about well, it right now? Well, okay. Number two saddest thing ever was that Jennifer Aniston was under siege in the tabloids. Right. For years right. after that. Years. Yeah. Years. Poor Tragically. Jennifer. She was America's sweetheart. Do you know what we actually lost? The best nickname Billy Bob Thornton. Benifer. Benifer. No. No. Brad. Brangelina. Brangelina. That was J-Lo and Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck yeah. Okay, are they still together? Are you no, kidding? That was the most God, awkward what? pairing of all time. What? 
Because he's too sexy? Uh, yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> that was it. That's Beyonce. He was, he was married. J-Lo she was is married way to, out of his league. She was married to Mark no, 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 no. Ben Affleck is out of her league. That's no right. way. Not here. No, no, have you right. seen J-Lo? She's like 50-something. Have you seen Ben's ass? Have you seen Ben's ass? Have you seen abs? Yeah. Have you seen the town? Have you seen... Where he's doing fucking pull-ups before abs, he robs a bank? Abs are cheap <laughs> shit. Abs are cheap. Hey, Batman v Superman. His ass sucks. in those tight spandex. You're getting mm. heated about this. You're really this aggressive is, about this topic. This is how I podcast. I have to get amped up. I got to get amped up. And you know, if I have to think about Ben Affleck while I'm doing it, goddamn it, I'm gonna do it. Oh, all right. Okay. That's how it's going. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Bumblebutt Podcast, the only podcast on the internet that uploads weekly. Who knows what it'll be about? Certainly not me. My name is Adam. Sitting with me today are. Both members of Creep It Real. Ooh. Let's start off with the uh, incumbent. Who, Nixon? Let's <laughs> 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 start with Ashley. How are you doing, Ashley? Hey, good. Ashley at Ash. What? At Ash. You gotta promote yourself. This no, is at when Little you Miss promote Strength. Bro. At Little Miss Strength on oh Instagram. Oh my god, I'm so confused right now. Okay. At Creep It Real Pod on Instagram. Creep It Real Pod. Mm-hmm. 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 Alright, that's right. <laughs> Ashley, nice. Thanks for coming up. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for Thanks coming for up. Thanks no for problem. having me. No problem. Uh, also sitting here is the other half. The newcomer, she brings the Latin spice. Ooh. And her name is Bianca. At BiancaBot on Instagram. At CreeperRealPod on Instagram. Buenos. Oh, oh, listen to that. Now that's fuego. Mm. Well, they're already more talkative than Jordan, so we're off Certainly. to a good spot right. here. Also sitting with me is Cody. How are you, bud? What's up, slut? Oh, back to episode one. <laughs> Back to episode one again. Yep. All right. Uh, hey, that's a lot of people's best memory line that I said. Yeah. So, but uh, when's the last time you listened to that? Uh like three months ago. It uh, it, we were so nervous. Yeah. And it was hilarious. Yeah. And I remember thinking about the Alfredo thingy. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, I wish I could kill myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, why did I even say that? Yeah. I'm not even Italian. Not even close. <laughs> no. But we went there. Like, I'm not even Romanian. Like, hey. What? What about that uh, molasses? Blackstrap that, molasses. That is an undying meme of Bumblebub Podcast. Mm-hmm. I would love to start our own like line of Blackstrap <laughs> Black molasses that uh-huh. we could then send out. I wonder if we could. We just, I don't like, see why we couldn't. We could just buy a bottle it's of it. Fucking relabel. Yeah, yeah. we just relabel on. But <laughs> that we, sounds legal. No, no, no. I think you can it, do it. I it's think you fine, can do it. and we won't charge anybody. Well, yeah. Patreon, but yeah, that's a donation. That's a donation, mm. right? I think we should do that. Oh, y'all have a Patreon? Oh my do gosh! We? It's I think it's called Patreon.com/slash/BumblebuttPodcast. Oh, Ooh. thank you, Ashley. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Uh-huh. I know about right now, everybody's enjoying their lovely cock tattoo print. If you signed up at the $15 tier, Bowling for Satan, Mm -hmm. you will have received... Cody, you shaved your stomach for that. I did. I did. It is... uh, It's very weird looking. I have it on my mouse pad right now, and it's fucking amazing. I love it. I was like, it's a very... Faded tattoo, so I'm mm-hmm. like, can I like Photoshop this to make it look a little more brilliant? No, 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 no. no. Original sheen, we're it leaving it be. like it is. Yeah. So it's really scratchy and terrible. So since Jordan is 
deceased. He's dead I, again. I feel like you should ask our guests if they did any masonry work sure. this week. Masonry update. <laughs> <laughs> See, this Ashley. is where you, you get creative and just start making stuff up like he does. Yeah. So. Ashley, did you fix any chimneys? I quartered some stone this week. She quartered it all. Bianca? Uh, I have somebody who does that for me. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Oh. Let me guess. That guy's name is Jordan Fox. Oh. It is. It is. It's actually Jorge Fox. <laughs> I would recommend if you need any sort of masonry work, why not hire him? Yeah, I don't see why. I mean, he's probably not going to do much of the work, but his name will be What he involved. does, yeah. you will tell he did. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. If you live in Minnesota, you hire his company, you will be talked about on the show. This oh, very ooh. show. Yeah. You Just look at how much clout we brought to the <laughs> OGM of the Montreal Canadiens. Right, see? That guy <laughs> is that guy is so he sent me a thank you note. Yeah, he did. He sent was me like, a thank you post. He said, never say my name again. Yeah. <laughs> Cease fucker. and assist yeah. immediately. Cease and assist. assist. <laughs> Cease and assist me. Well, he, he was a lot more threatening than the legal version. Okay? Yeah. He sent a different one. He said, oh. I'm going to assist and cease you. <laughs> uh, all right, Cody, what I want you to do is take this motherfucker away. Oh, are we ready? Let's go. Okay, I know Halloween's over, and I don't really care. We're getting spooky again. We're not those basic girls. No, we, don't, we, don't like, we don't care. Oh, 364 to Halloween. <laughs> Throwing shade. All right. So this is something I've been wanting to do for a very long time. Have any of you heard of the 200 Demon House or the Gary, Indiana Demon House? Michael Jackson's yes. childhood You've heard of it, Ashley? Yeah, I think I have. All right. Bianca, have you heard of is it? it? I've heard of it on another show, but. It's, uh, it's, I don't know. You'll find out if it's spoopy or not, so. I'd like to know. <laughs> Let's get into it. I'd like it. to know before we get into this, Cody, because I'm going to be scared. Tonight. No skeletons. No, so okay. you'll be fine. We're good to go <laughs> then. Be fine. There is a go. lot of demons and other fuck things. Fuck them. So. Nah, they don't scare me. Little mm. goat hoof fuckers. Yeah, Just fuck skeletons. Them. Just skeletons. <laughs> In late 2011, a small, seemingly happy family would move into a new home they believe would give them a fresh start. Mm. Little did they know that, according to certain individuals at least... This house was infested by demons and would lead to several exorcisms to top it off. A real modern day Amityville horror, oh. which we're all familiar with. Oh, oh. Hell we yeah. did synergy on it. Cody, yeah. did you plan this out? Uh, I didn't, but it, it works. Oh, like Just this. like all those cryptids from Wisconsin. <laughs> well, these people are not from Wisconsin, all right. sadly. Okay. But. <laughs> that would be great if the first line is, in Milwaukee, <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> to bring the comparison even closer, after the demons were back under control, it would pique the interest of one of today's most prolific showsmen, <laughs> someone who cannot enter any abode without being possessed by demons and claims to have numerous haunted relics to attract tourists. But... We will dive into this enigmatic figure later. So the story begins back in November of 2011 when single mother Latoya Ammons mm -hmm. and her three children, aged 7, 9, and 12, mm -hmm. moved into a rental property at 3860 Carolina Street. In Gary, Gary Indiana, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, Gary, yeah. Indiana. Do you know a lot about Gary, Indiana? Michael Jackson's from there. He is from it there. It was the murder capital of America for a I while. I was going to bring that. I think in 2011. 
Perfect. That's when this takes place. <laughs> it was. So. No wonder there were so many demons about. Mm. Apparently, they cleaned it up, though. That's what I was reading. They Is that what the Board up. of Tourism says? Or? Yeah, it says, come visit. Yeah. You'll be fine. You're fine. You'll be completely fine. You'll leave with all the kidneys you came with. All right, you guys want to hear about the, the house itself? I do. The single-story home had three bedrooms, a living room, one bathroom, hardwood floors, a small, open-style kitchen, a door in the kitchen that led to the basement <laughs> filled with broken concrete and dirt floors. Right. So the first part sounds great. The second part, maybe not so much. The dirt's going to become very important later I on. I bet so it is. We know dirt cannot be trusted. So. Summoning circles and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, is anybody scared so far? Not yet. Okay, we'll get that you there. open floor, or that open kitchen is kind of terrifying. Okay, so yeah, that real estate report <laughs> really <laughs> spooked so, me out. So... <laughs> I'm getting that Bianca is not a fan of hardwood floors. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, we got that on her. She yeah, says, carpet everywhere. I yeah. love carpet. Even <laughs> yeah. in the bathroom? Yeah, I was going to say, in the bathroom, you, you love the carpet bathroom. I love that. You like the carpet on the toilet lid itself. Yeah. You like <laughs> the, the carpet on the tank of the t- uh, toilet, That's too. That's my favorite. When you're having a bad day, you just love to rub your face. Oh, against God. Yeah. I actually... Don't they put that there so if you run out of toilet paper, you just kind of like do yeah, like a yeah, dog yeah, does on there? Yep. Just kind of straddle it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can just throw in the washer afterwards. Not no problem. Not Floss your asshole with the <laughs> yeah. toilet seat cover. Perfect. So make sure you get it like a furry one, not like a flat one. Yeah. Then so. you're out of luck. <laughs> so at first, the home was fairly quaint and homey But about a month later, in December, things started to get a little weird. It appears Mm. that LaToya's mother, Rosa Campbell, (laughs) also lived in the home and was able to witness the paranormal events as well. Starting that December, the most notable thing that began was the infestation of flies. Mm. Both LaToya and Rosa remember the large amount of black horse flies that would linger around, Mm -hmm. particularly... In the porch, which was extra strange because it was winter, and the porch is the coldest room in the house. Oh shit! It's How were they in there? It's barely How even the porch a room. room. Exactly. I don't know. Don't. And our... how is it in the house either? <laughs> no, it's an attached porch with like windows all around it. So a like sunroom. Screen windows? That's a sunroom. They oh, okay, called okay, it a okay. porch. <laughs> That's not what that is. No. Sunrooms are illegal in Gary, Indiana. I don't want to hear it again. Okay, so no terrariums of any kind. <laughs> I can I can tell. I'm a very calm person. I have a very calm voice. Yeah. But with these girls, they're going to get me amped up. Here. Yeah. Well, your blood's You're up. You're excitable already. <laughs> your blood's up, son. You're on the hunt. So, the flies got so bad mm. that they would literally create what Latoya would recall as large black swarms. So thick that it would create <laughs> a mist. What? She said they were so thick. What? It was a mist of horse flies. Oh, a mist? I thought they were like all pissing at the same like time or something. It was like a school of fish horse flies <laughs> that right. went over there. Right. Can you imagine? I misread that completely. <laughs> Look, they're so thick it's a mist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. By Stephen King. Yes. I actually like that. Me too. I love the movie. Oh, you know man. in the beginning he's painting fucking Roland from The Gunslinger? Oh, is it really? Yeah. Damn. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, hey, everything serves the beam, baby. <laughs> Always. 
To make matters even stranger, not a single other neighbor had a fly problem, let alone fucking swarms of them. <laughs> Naturally, Latoya and her mother set out traps, fly paper, things of that nature, but it just wouldn't stop. Yeah. So Rosa said, Yeah, gee, this is not normal. We killed them and killed them and killed them, but they kept coming back. Yeah. But the flies would be the least of their worries. Not long after the fly infestation began, the mysterious sounds. Latoya said that there would be loud footsteps coming up from the basement stairs at night. Mm-hmm. One night, Latoya... Did they have a cat? <laughs> no, they didn't. No pets. Okay. No pets. One night, Latoya and Rosa decided they should investigate the sounds. Huh. What if perhaps an intruder was breaking into their home? Both Just of- running stairs every <laughs> night or what? I guess... <laughs> Well, they're coming through the basement. They're trying to get in the house. <laughs> Getting their fucking like, sweat on. They're like, fuck, I don't know how to open a door. I'm out of here now. <laughs> so they both made their way downstairs and stood near the basement, do- basement door that was located in the kitchen. Now, they claim that they waited se- several minutes, but nothing seemed to be making any more noise or that it was like trying to come through the door. Sure. So they flicked the lights on and found the bravery to finally open up that goddamn door. (laughs) And lo and behold, nobody was there. The constant sounds persisted, and then the basement door began opening on its own. So naturally, LaToya would lock the door, but would still find it open in the morning. How is it doing it? A locked door. Is it is it ghosts? Is it skeletons? Is it the demons? Or what is well, it? Well, this is called Demon House 200. I think it's a demon. So it's definitely a demon. <clears throat> it's definitely Sounds a demon. like it. I think it's a goat-hoofed bastard. <laughs> <laughs> to add a little more fuel to the fire, then would begin the pounding on the basement door at night, and sometimes growling would come as if from an animal. That is spooky. Mm-hmm. We, I wouldn't like that. The uh, The black, what the hell is it? The Blackwell Ghost. Okay. Okay. Good. It's, a, it's a found footage film, and like they, it's a the door starts pounding, like the ghost starts pounding on the door, like mm-hmm. pounding, pounding. Mm-hmm. It's very spooky. I uh, think it's spooky. Yeah, I don't like that. If Random you woke up in the middle of the night and it's like, it's really just rude. Is yeah, what it is. Yeah. I'm it, sleeping. Like, get a warrant. <laughs> <laughs> the British are coming. <laughs> the British are here. Open the door. <laughs> Latoya. Even would claim one morning that she found wet boot prints just sitting in front of that basement oh, door. That's no good. Wet Who? boot prints. Ooh. Wet boot prints. <laughs> Did I say boot prints? What? That's what I heard. Boot prints. Whether you said it, I don't know. There's just two <laughs> titty prints pressed against that floor. Look, that's kind of sexy, isn't it? We got a break. We got a stripper breaking into my house right now and doing the worm. I guess I don't know. Well, there's titty prints. Okay, let me clarify. Just boots. Yeah, boots. boots. Okay. B O O T. God, you guys. <laughs> now, Rosa's bedroom must have been very close to the living room. Rosa claimed that she would be awoken by a shadowy figure that would pace back and forth across the living room. Now, you guys are experts on shadow people. Mm. What is? Yeah, that's what does this say? Do they are they pacers? They yeah. pace. I think there's different types. Okay. Some stay in your like <clears throat> in the what's it called the doorway, yeah. and just look at you, and then all of a sudden they come up to you. Peeking, oh, okay. peeking up at your face. Mm-hmm. But, like, mm-hmm. this guy didn't come up to her. He just was like... No, and some of them just kind of keep their own shit. They just do their keep own? Keep their shit to themselves, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so They're anxious ones. If, if, do you think a demon would do this? No, or aren't they supposed sh- to be mean? What? Demon? Well, de- shadow people are mean, too. 
Are they? It depends. I'm pretty sure. There are, there are differing opinions on the shadow people. Some okay. people say that the shadow people are okay and they're not particularly harbingers of evil, but that they're there to give you a warning. Those people are weird. Mm. And those people, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So Sounds maybe weird. he's warning Rosa about what's going to be coming yeah. up. Okay. Oh, you gotcha. know, that's a, that's a possibility. Damn. Now, let me ask you guys if you would do this. Okay. Rosa claims she was so terrified that she just sat in her bed paralyzed with fear until the following morning. Yeah. And then she finally got the courage to get out of bed. And when she went to investigate, there was more wet boot prints Mm -hmm. on the living room floor. Mm -hmm. I had to make sure I said boot correctly. Just for Ashley. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have boobs on the mind, man. (laughs) (laughs) So there's those wet boot prints again. (laughs) Does shadow people leave wet boot prints? Uh, I haven't heard about that. I don't think so, no. Okay. That or there's some dick who's not like drying his shoes off or taking them off. Sure. Because this is the middle of winter. He's just stomping around with his fucking salty ass boots. So um, that same day, they went around and make sure to check all the doors and windows because they thought maybe someone broke in, but they were all com- they were all locked and sealed. Jumping to March of 2012, the family had been in the house roughly five months, and the activity was about to intensify even more. There had been a death in the family, and all of the family and friends were over visiting late one evening. Almost out of nowhere, Latoya's daughter was pulled off of the couch by an unseen force. That same night, Latoya's son was thrown against a freezer by unseen force. Apparently, these kids are just flopping around everywhere, <laughs> and nobody just is like, did, "Okay." Did Latoya have a boyfriend over that yeah. night? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. We're gonna talk about Latoya's boyfriend much later in the episode. Oh, so. well, but, guess what? He's throwing that kid. <laughs> yeah, the guess what? These kids claimed that it was by some unseen force. Was just doing oh, it no, to him. no, no, that was his name. Yeah. Unseen Force. <laughs> is he a UFC fighter? Or what the fuck is this guy? That's his abuser name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so nobody had seen that this happened to him, but they claimed it was. And then they finally put the children to bed. Hmm. Now, Latoya and her company were still hanging out, having a good time, as you would after a funeral. Mm-hmm. When all of a sudden. <laughs> They heard a piercing cry from a young girl. So Rosa ran upstairs to check on the girl. When she flicked the lights on, her granddaughter was levitating above the bed. Hmm. The story follows that the Ammons family then (laughs) surrounded the girl and began praying as hard as they could. Hmm. That'll work. Uh, Eventually, the girl slowly began, began to stop levitating and return to bed. Maybe it did. Does that work, guys? No. Maybe. I don't know. Have Maybe you it tried it? In because every single circumstance I know Kirk we've Cousins. I know Kirk does. Cousins would do this. At the pizza ranch. But I don't know if he would do it at home. <laughs> come he on, all of you customers of the pizza ranch. Come pray with me. So there's. it's funny because... This story is very convoluted where there's like multiple reports. Um, one of the famous ones is that she was levitating. They prayed her down to bed. Right. Another one was that when Rosa entered the room, she flicked the lights on and then she fell down. So like she was floating, go okay. let her go, Bang. boom. Yeah. So okay. And then because you know it makes it sound a little bit more fun if they say. pray around they prayed her and she fell right down. Mm. Mm-hmm. They channel their magical powers. I mean, I would do that for you guys. Oh, you thank would? you. Oh, thank you for praying me down. If any of you were that. levitating, I'd pray and then psh, let no, you know. I wouldn't. Listen up, though. We have talked about this positive, like 
communal energy, energy and okay. thought could, right. could possibly help anyway. Like know? the Amish have. Yeah, something oh. like that. Oh, <laughs> let's raise a barn, guys. <laughs> if any of you are possessed by a demon, we're going to raise a barn mm. and we're going to build a house. That's right. Hell yes. That's right. I don't see the connection, but That's okay. That's right. Let's get some goats, too. So, oh. guys, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. So, naturally, after paranormal activity, two. what would you do? Who are you going to call for help? Ghostbuster. Okay. That's a good one. Bianca? After paranormal activity, uh, uh, the news I know you're going to say you, you can hire someone for that, but... <gasps> <laughs> you head to the local church. Oh. That sounds like you definitely do. I would. I'm going oh, yeah. to the magician's circle. Let's go, go. So Latoya ventured to one small community church. Mm. The minister, seeing that she was in pain, decided to give the home a visit and declared... This house was troubled by spirits. The recommended remedy was to thoroughly clean with bleach and ammonia. That's a, that's a very bad mix. Very bad mix. Don't do that. This is what the pastor said. The same me here. Followed by inscribing crosses on all the doors and windows. Also prescribed was the anointing of the family members with oil. All right. Okay, I've heard that. I've had that done before. I'm pretty have sure. you? You've been like anointed? They have, well, yeah, they, the Catholics have like special oil in a little cabinet and they... They use like the same one for masturbating. Probably. A little boy. I didn't ask where it came from. Oh, I just got the blessing. God. Yeah. Good, good. Is that what they carry around in that smoking ball on the chain? No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. That's a different spell. That's so rad. Whatever it is, <laughs> I want That's little boy that. toots. <laughs> <laughs> That got dark. That's collective toots. <laughs> oh, shit. So apparently this just wasn't enough for LaToya and Rosa. So they So they contacted two clairvoyants to find out what the hell was going on. Mm. This was when the first mention of the word demon would be connected to the house. Now, the clairvoyants sat the women down with the news that the house was infested with more than two hundred demonic spirits wow, wow, wow. that the forces were emanating from the basement and that they must remove the children from the house at once. Mm. But with nowhere else to go, Latoya was forced to resort to plan B. At the advice of one of the clairvoyants, she built a makeshift altar in the basement, <laughs> covering the table with a sheet and placing on it a pure white candle and a statue of the Holy Family. Latoya dressed in white and used a stick of sage stick <laughs> stick of sage she bought from a local occult shop. We need to go there. I yeah, kinda wanna go yeah. to a local occult shop. Yeah. And went through the house burning the stick while reading <laughs> Psalm ninety one invoking God's protection. After blessing and smudging every room in the house with the aromatic herb, she returned to the basement and placed the Bible on the altar, making sure to leave it open to Psalm 91. That's the one? That's how you do it. That's <laughs> All right, how you man. get rid of them spooky well, boys. Well, you got cove ceilings, so we gotta yeah. fucking do that yeah. in your house. Uh, how much is sage? Like, I put it on chicken and stuff, but like... It, That's not know. the herb. Not the herb. You're talking about a <laughs> stick of sage that you burn. I'm just gonna barbecue oh, chicken and nope. like... <laughs> Like, squirt the oil all over my house. <laughs> Be gone, demon! Be gone! I think you're just going to get ants. <laughs> I'm going to get salmonella. Salmonella? Salmonella. <laughs> Solomon? Yeah. King, you're just in Bible mode right now. King, King Solomonella. <laughs> he had a more powerful food disease than we currently have. <laughs> 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 
This seemed to do the trick, and the family enjoyed a whole three days of peace and quiet. Then the paranormal activity came back mm. with a vengeance. Mm. Sequel. <laughs> and Latoya would claim this is when the possessions began, and it would infect, affect her entire family. Latoya claimed that her youngest son would begin talking to an imaginary friend who would coax him into playing with him in the closet. <laughs> On top of that, he began to ask, ask his mother what it was like to be murdered. <laughs> Is that a normal question kids ask their parents? Maybe. I, think I was I terrified of dying. Okay. Did you yeah. ask her what it's like to be murdered? Seems no. specific. Yeah. Okay. It seems like a specific question. You're going to see these kids are a little, little strange. The second oldest would begin to talk about what it was like to murder someone. Oh, my gosh. They're a little grim. And the oldest daughter... <laughs> grim. Slightly. <laughs> and the oldest daughter was being tormented by disembodied voices telling her that she wasn't going to live another 20 minutes. Oh. And, that her, and that her family was going to be taken away. Oh, my gosh. That is terrible. That is... That's very dark. Yeah. On top of that... There was, of course, the more generic symptoms of a demonic possession, mm. including the children bulging their eyes out and rolling them <laughs> in the back of their head. I've heard that a lot. Oh, they, really? Yeah. They would growl, hiss, and speak in a demonic voice. Oh. Latoya claims that when her sons would speak in a demonic voice, they would sometimes say, I'll kill you. Or, it's time to die. <laughs> Hold on. Doesn't every kid do that? Yeah. It's time to die. They say, how many kids have you met that are like, it's time to die? Most of them. Most of them. <laughs> okay. I know I did. Thank you guys for watching. <laughs> nope. Well, you do that as an adult, so that's a little different. <laughs> Ma'am, that'll be six ninety-five. It's time to die. <laughs> Just give me the money and get the hell out of here. <laughs> that happened at Walgreens right now. I, I bet it did. You, you're trying to get your Gerdell chocolate. <laughs> Oh, talking about Ghirardelli? Jesus chocolate. Oh, my God. Cody, you went to cooking boy school, and you still call it Ghirardelli chocolate. <laughs> That's why I don't cook anymore. I can't Look, pronounce any of the ingredients. Jesus. <laughs> Not an ingredient. <laughs> that is what's in hot cocoa and terrible coffee. I don't want to hear a it. Ghirardelli sweet soup. precious thing. It's, it's the brand. Oh, I know it's sweetie. the brand. It's a sweet chocolate. It's good chocolate. You're such a sweet okay. boy. Okay, back to the story. <laughs> Oftentimes, after a possession episode, they would pass out with any knowledge of what they had done. According to some sources, they were also being physically assaulted by the demons as well. Mm -hmm. One source claims that the daughter, daughter was assaulted by her own headboard. <laughs> <laughs> Vigorous masturbating is what they had. <laughs> On brand. <laughs> <laughs> she claimed this was so bad it caused her to need stitches on her head. Jeez. And another time it was said that one of the sons was thrown violently out of the bathroom. What do you have to say about that, huh, smart guys? I, I think the husband had to go pee and the kid <laughs> there was in there. There is no husband. Boyfriend, whatever. <laughs> okay, I don't know if he's in the story yet. We're going right. to talk about him later. All right. And now, according to one source, Latoya was losing hope with her spiritual defenses, so she sought out... The advice of a physician. That might be a better first step, actually. I, don't I would know. recommend the physician first yeah. and then go to the other one. Give ones. the man a science yes. a shot before yeah. we get into... 
Now, according to the testimony of the physician at first, he was a bit scared from the reports from LaToya, but thought perhaps they were just suffering from delusions, hallucinations, or just another mental health problem. Yeah, like a group thing that usually happens yeah, and stuff. Just... Yeah. But when the doctor was speaking with the boys, they both began to curse at him in a low growling like voice. Then he claims one boy was lifted and thrown against the wall. Oh. Then both of the boys fainted. Oh. So the physician? I, the physician. Claims this. Yeah, he claims he was just thrown against the wall. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not kidding you. With a lot of professionals we're about to talk about here, Adam, you're going to say, are you fucking kidding me? I swear <laughs> to God. I'm good so, with it. So just hold on. So obviously in a panic, they called 911. Mm. And swarms of police arrived on the scene, very confused about what was going on. Both of the boys were then rushed to a local hospital. Latoya was describing to the staff what was happening to her sons, but obviously they weren't buying her story. It's a tough sell. Yeah. <laughs> Once the boys finally woke up, the nine-year-old acted like his own self, but the seven-year-old wasn't. According to some sources, he was thrashing and screaming in his bed and had to be held down by five grown men. <laughs> He no, had, that I have heard in possession. Yeah, he had yeah. extreme strength for, yeah. a little, for a little guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, this will come as no surprise. But the hospital made a call to Child Protective Services to maybe look a little deeper into what exactly was going on. So, caseworker Valerie Washington. Would Valerie be- Washington, on the case. <laughs> I'm Valerie Washington. I hear we got demons in the room. <laughs> So she would be tasked with evaluating the family. Initially, she looked over the children and found no signs of abuse. Hmm. Very important. Now, Latoya herself was given a psychiatric examination and was deemed to be stable and sane. Now, Valerie began to interview the boys, and she claimed that during the interview, the seven-year-old began to growl and show his teeth. His eyes were, bul- were bulging, and they rolled on the back of his head again. All right. Like He's he fucked was possessed. Up. Mm-hmm. Yes. How do you make your eyes bulge? That's kind of what I'm wondering. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm thinking about like the... The Guinness Book of World Records lady like pops her eyes out. I'm thinking about Hotel Rwanda. And, okay. Like the fly Ooh. lands on the eye and Ooh. stuff and it just walks I feel like, around. Oh, I hate That's that probably thing. like a medical condition. Like I your hate eyes it. can pop out? That I you hate have it. bulging yeah. eyes? Yes. But he can't do it unless the demon possesses him. Or this medical condition. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like the demon. It could be a demon. It could though. be the demon. It could. it could be. Yeah. So then... He attempted to strangle his older brother, and his hands had to be peeled off by adults in the room. I've done that. You try to kill your brothers? Of course. Okay. I've got fucking three of them. <laughs> <laughs> How many attempts at murder is there in your family? I mean, does sleeping here? bag party count? Because Pro- I don't probably, know. I guess. I That's really you get zipped up in a sleeping bag and beaten for a while. Okay. That's All fun. Right. No, because I think that happens in the military sometimes. Oh, That's yeah. a soap party. Soap party. Soap, soap party. party. Soap party. That happened to uh, Pyle. On, uh, Gomer Pyle on and a Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> full metal jacket. <laughs> I got yeah. you. Thank you. So at this point, Valerie was concerned because Latoya was in the room and she thought that the boys were just acting this way because of their mother. Mm. So she decided, I better interview them separate from LaToya. Now, Valerie, a nurse, the two boys, and their grandmother Rosa would speak in a different room. 
Valerie claims that the youngest son once again began growling and showing his teeth and then told his older brother, It's time to die. After this, the older son would begin to act up again. He began smashing his head into Rosa's stomach, so Rosa grabbed his hand and began to pray. Uh The next part may sound insane, but all witnesses in the room claimed it happened. This will be a direct quote from Valerie Washington, mind you. During her quote, the older boy is still holding his grandmother Rose's hand. He walked her up the wall, flipped her over, and stood there. There's no way he could have done that. I believe that it was something going on there that was out of the realm of a normal living person. So she claims basically that he... Did some Mortal Kombat yeah, shit. Yeah, like yeah, a Matrix sh- wall sh- run. I, can kids do that, you think? Yeah, n- totally. N- like a nine-year-old? No, 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 no. No? No, 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 no. She claims, like, her and everybody in the room claims this happened. Was they it? say this happened. She was holding his hand. He went to the wall, did a flip over top oh, of her. Oh, she was holding his, his hand? hand? That's easy. Yeah, was he listening to Crisscross? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's their song? What? <laughs> I, I, feel like, I feel like it's something so simple. It is. It's like I know they they wore the like pants Chris backwards. Oh, uh, make you. A, what is that song? Oh fuck it! it yeah, fuck it. Okay. I'm not a fan of Chris. I'm, or I'm, Cross. I'm, I'm, <laughs> how about Millie Vanilli? Are you a fan uh, of them? Well, Millie und Vanilli. All I can think of is Bruno. Millie und Vanilli. Now, according to Valerie. Both herself and the nurse ran out of the room in fear, but it does seem like at some point the boys finally stopped acting so demony. The following day, it was actually the youngest boy's eighth birthday, and Latoya would have a small party for him at the hospital. That's cute. Yeah, that's nice. But Valerie was a bit of a party pooper oh. when she informed Latoya that her children were being taken away You're from going here. going to foster care. Ooh. Small damper. On the CPS. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> On the CPS report, they stated that the children were suffering from, quote, emotional and spiritual stress. <laughs> Obviously, Latoya and the children were devastated, but there's nothing that could be done. They had to follow the procedures. Oddly enough, while the family was still in the hospital, they just so happened to get a te- get the attention of the hospital's chaplain. On April 20th, I knew one of you would say it. 2012, the chaplain then contacted someone they believed could help the family out. This gentleman's name was Father Michael Maginot Mm -hmm. from St. Murphy's Martyr Parish in... (laughs) That's the name of his church, I swear to God. No, St. Stephen Martyr Parish. St. Stephen's Martyr Parish. Did I say that? You said St. Murphy Martyr Parish. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, St. Stephen Martyr Parish in nearby Merrillville requesting something extraordinary. Exorcisms. Yeah, that is extraordinary. While at first father was a bit skeptical, he decided, why not take a look for himself? So on April 22nd, he made his way to the demon house. He told Latoya and Rosa Rosa, that the first thing they needed to do was to rule out any natural causes for what was happening. Smart. For the next two hours, 
He listened as the two women laid out the history of the case in grim detail. During the interview, the bathroom lights would flicker on occasion, stopping each time the priest walked over to investigate. Mm -hmm. Blinds on the kitchen window swung back and forth as they talked, and wet footprints appeared in the living room. Were they boot prints? They just said footprints. Maybe they had Nikes on this time or something. Mm. I don't fucking know. At one point, Latoya complained of a headache, prompting Father to place a crucifix against her forehead. Her body began to convulse uncontrollably. (laughs) After four hours of conversing with Latoya and Rosa, he was convinced that this house was plagued by demonic forces. Ew. As well as some other regular ghosts. He added that in there. <laughs> we got demons, but there's regular ghosts too. Okay. <laughs> so father walked room to room, blessing each room while reciting his magical Bible passages. I hope it's Psalm 91. <laughs> I would assume that's God's protection. Mm-hmm. I don't know. After he was finished, he urged Latoya and Rosa to move out of this home immediately. Oh, he just wanted it on the cheap. He probably did. Just want to buy it. Piece of ju- jerk. <laughs> Jesus. Real piece of jerk. Less, less than a week after Father cleansed the home, a caseworker and two police officers came over to inspect the home and see if the conditions were conducive for the children to return. Now, apparently, the police officers just accompanied her out of pure curiosity. <laughs> there was no reason. Oh, no, that doesn't sound real professional, <laughs> no, but no. I'm just... They were curious about the demon house, mm. I guess. Let's go see these freaks. <laughs> the group went room to room, inspecting first the main floor and his three bedrooms, living room, and bath. The kitchen door, where the first sound started, led to an unfinished basement with concrete floors... Directly under the stairs was a dirt floor. Now, this is going to become very important, the dirt floor, like I mentioned earlier. Okay. The concrete around it was jagged as though it had been broken. Latoya told the police that the demon seemed to originate from that patch of dirt. (laughs) Rat. Rat. You see that dirt? Demons in it. Demon dirt. Now, police captain Charles Austin would be one of the officers whom was with this group, and he went on record stating that he had his own experiences within the home. He claimed that he had just put a fresh pair of batteries into his audio recorder, but mysteriously, the batteries were drained, which is pretty common in paranormal things. Yeah, they're good with fucking up electronics. Apparently. Just like they did in Epstein's cell in there. (laughs) It was Barry Satiro. (laughs) And Ashley does not think Barack Obama is Barry Satiro. Two different people, okay? No, 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 no. (laughs) Now, the other officer was still able to record, and when he played it back, they claimed that there was a disembodied voice that said, Hey. That's all it said. That's all it said. The officers also took photos of the house. In one photo of the basement stairs, there was a cloudy white image in the upper right-hand corner. When an officer enlarged that photo, the cloud appeared to resemble a face. All right. All right. The enlargement also revealed a second green image that police say 
look like a female. Oh Fuck. <laughs> what is that lady doing in there? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> this is cops saying this, okay? This is police. You know what I hate? Officer oh, I hate. This. I really hate that there's like some credible people talking about oh, this. Oh, there's a lot of credible that people sucks. in here. That sucks for me. I know. Because I don't like it. We're gonna no. talk. We're gonna talk. <laughs> we're gonna talk about Charles Austin later in the episode too. So he's gonna come up again. That's awful. Well, so, c- thank you for service. <laughs> <laughs> now, police. <laughs> now, police captain Charles Austin claimed that he was also taking photos with his cell phone and would later see shadowy silhouettes show up on images because it's be shadow people, ladies. Isn't that called anthropomorphism? Anthropomorphism Get out of here with that Darwinism horseshit. No, that's not Darwinism. <laughs> it's a th- it's anthropomorphism is like you seeing images and immediately associating immediately oh, associating yeah, yeah, them yeah. with something that's already are that's already in existence. Mm. So mm. them opening up these images and opening them up and and expanding them. I mean, you're gonna you're going you're going to your brain is going to naturally You'll figure out the, the shape because it's it's associating it with something else. Sure. But, okay, would that explain him showing other people the pictures he took on his cell phone and they see the shadowy yes. silhouettes too? Okay. Yes. In my opinion, yes, just because we as we naturally as human beings are going to associate take something and associate it with something that we already do know. Yeah. Okay. Like looking at a, a cloud and seeing a face in it. Yes. Like, that's I mean, just I always do yes. that. He also okay. This isn't over for Mr. Charles Austin. He also claimed that when leaving home, the radio in his vehicle began malfunctioning. His garage door wouldn't open, and his vehicle seat kept moving backwards and forwards on its own. It's just a bad. It's not week. supposed to do with no, that. Certainly not. Goddamn demons! Leave my seat alone. Yeah, that's some petty shit for me. <laughs> He said, he said it kept moving and out of place. Like, I can't reach the pedal now. This is unsafe. (laughs) It's inconvenient, really, in the morning. Mm -hmm. He literally said that. I left it out here, but he's like, oh, I took her to the shop to see what was wrong with it. My seat thingy was broken. He's like, the demons are trying to kill me by putting my seat back. Oh, my God. Like, Poindexter the demon, maybe. That's what he said. (laughs) That's what he said. You're a real Melvin demon. (laughs) (laughs) So, in April of 2012, same month... The DCS, <laughs> the DCS peti- petitioned Lake Juvenile Court for temporary wardship of the three children. The request was granted. An invis- investigation later found that Latoya had ne- neglected her children's education by not having them attend school regularly. Mm. Oh, wow. Mainly because she claimed that they were being attacked at night so right. they couldn't go war. to school. We're at yeah, war so. every night. Oh, my kids can't wake up for fucking school. <sighs> Are you ready for the ball to drop now? No, yeah. I want this to be more real. <laughs> the findings also showed that the events were not strictly confined to Carolina Street at the house. Records show that the same situation had been recorded in 2009, oh, two years before the fuck. family moved into the demon house. Yeah. The older children were sent to the St. Joseph's Carmelite home in neighboring East Chicago. The youngest child was sent to another live-in facility for a psychiatric evaluation. Huh? Now, the psychiatrist who was evaluating the youngest son determined that he would, he would act completely normal Unless there was talk about demons and possession. Mm. So those are like his trigger words where he'd start. 
hissing and mm. growling and all that That's shit. That's his uh, fucking Pavlov's bell. Ba- well, mm. dog. We're going to see. Yeah. We think his mom kind of said, hey, act this way. Uh, yeah. That's exactly oh, what my hoe. first thought would be. Yeah. What a hoe. I, yeah, they, like I said, they believe. Anytime demons brought up, start baring your yeah. teeth. Do yeah. they go to a Baptist church? Is was that mentioned? Sorry. It doesn't say what that. church they belong to, but um, I, I don't Red know. Rob. It's pro- Red Rob. <laughs> In my mind, by the time we get to the end of this, I think this is kind of like a Amityville thing where they just wanted to get mm. rich off pretending like they... Sure. And obviously the ship blew up and we're going to talk about the after effects after the house. So. Sure, so the CPS made a stipulation that there was supposed to be no more talk of demons or possession to the children. <laughs> And that Latoya should find new housing and a new job if she wanted to get her children back. Damn. Seems pretty reasonable, yes. right? Yes, absolutely. Love it. But it seems oh, they weren't geez. quite done with battling these demons. Hell yeah. Back to war. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's kill them for good this time, guys. <laughs> On May 10th, 2012, Latoya Rosa... Five police officers, a police dog, a different caseworker, and of course Father Maginot returned to the home. The group went down into the basement where the ca- the caseworker saw a peculiar substance dripping from the wall, touching it. The father was there, so what do you think it is? Mm. Could he jerk off that fast? Yes. Yes, okay. for sure. Those, those kids are- Okay, well, we'll ask you guys. They found it was very slippery and tacky. Oh. Is that fitting? Yeah. Slippery yeah. and tacky. Oh, sure. I think Absolutely. you probably You know. That's, that's semen. That's semen. <laughs> jizz everywhere. Mm. So Father Maginot told police he wanted to investigate the dirt floor under the stairs for either a human body or a pentagram. Yeah, it's a summoning circle under there. <laughs> exactly. I know. Or personal <laughs> objects that were buried there, which could indicate a curse and consequently a demonic presence in the house. Part of the search was based on the recent series of strange visits from Latoya's boyfriend. Oh, damn. Which had led Father Maginot to believe that he had possibly placed a curse on the family. Why oh. would he? Why would that leave him? Was he practicing? We're, we're going to get into He's a priest. Yeah. He's g- not a cop. Gonna, <laughs> let me get into it here. So the Catholic Church does believe in actual curses, not just the power of suggestion. And the crucial part of placing a curse is a so-called cursed object, a piece of clothing, hair, eyeglasses, jewelry, or some other item, which acts as a conduit for the intention. Sure. Father Maginot would tell the National Catholic Register this. Maybe put a curse on the mother. He had once asked her for an article of underwear as a souvenir. Around that time, Latoya also had a family picture disappear from her album, and a pair of her shoes disappeared. Personal items are often used in curses against the person. <laughs> Latoya received an angry phone call from a woman who said she was the boyfriend's wife. Ooh. Latoya said she never knew he was married and was going to break up with him anyway. The lady warned her that she was going to be very sorry that she ever had anything to do with him. Ooh. Okay, so this priest sounds like a fucking gossip. <laughs> what to a little, me. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Nosy Nelly. All yeah. right, all right. So what exactly did they find when they began rummaging through the demonic dirt pile? <laughs> Her underwear. Quick, quick note. They dug four feet down. That's okay. not very deep. I mean, in a... Six if, feet is how you should bury if, bodies. If, I'm sa- if you look at the video of this house, 
It's a very small little patch of dirt, so they're digging very deep. I don't even know how the fuck they did that. But anyway, here's the treasures that they uncovered. (laughs) Treasures. A press-on fingernail, a sock, a political button, a pair of boy socks with the feet cut out, a lid for a pan... And a pair of underpants. Was it her underpants? They didn't say whose underpants. It's somebody's underpants. A little boy's. Political button. Clearly. I don't know. It's just, this is junk they found under there. Bill Clinton. Bianca, that could be your fingernail for all we know. (laughs) First of all, I don't have any acrylics on right now. Well, that's because you put them in the demonic dirt. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So father then said they should rebury the hole and place some blessed salt all over it. Sure. I would throw a prayer card in there, too. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Double down on the blessing. Yeah. So back upstairs, the caseworker and Latoya began to complain of ailments. Latoya felt an immense pain in her head, and the caseworker soon complained of a pain in her finger. The skin on her did <laughs> Hold on, guys. The skin on her digit had turned pale and felt tingly. Uh-oh. As if constriction. For circulation. <laughs> She then said she was having a panic attack and needed to go outside. Okay, case solved. She was having a fucking panic attack. <laughs> I, I seen the video of this. It literally looks like if you were to like leave your skin in water too mm-hmm. long, it looks like, you know, whatever. Okay, it's a little that. soggy. Soggy yeah. skin, yeah. yeah. That's basically what it looked like. Maybe she kept her finger in her butt for too long. <laughs> Weird. Now, they began to notice a strange substance on the window blinds. Or cum. <laughs> Latoya and Rosa would wipe the substance off the blinds and claim they left the room for 30 minutes. Now, this is on video. The police officers that were there claimed that they wiped it off, went out of the room. They stuck a Q-tip in the door, shut the door to make sure nobody could go in and out. And when they returned, that goo reappeared on the blinds again. Like the blinds are leaking, this goo? Leaking oil stuff. I don't I don't know. I don't know what it is. Goo does seem to be a weird kind of ghost thing. But in the video it's in the video in the video it looks like if you were to eat fried chicken then touch something. That's what oh, it looks like, grease. that grease. Like a grease stain. Like That's when I touch my like, nipples after yes. fried chicken Wednesday. <laughs> like when Barb bites my nipples in the middle yeah. of the night. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Barb's your cat, by the way. Yes, she's a cat. <laughs> we'll talk about that on Bumbles. I All right. So this was enough for Father to contact Bishop... Father who? <laughs> Father Mash, you know, there's only one magician in this story, ma'am. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so so she he had to contact Bishop Dale Metzler. That's another magician. He's awesome. You're a liar. Meltzer. It's Meltzer. 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 Whatever. Uh, Metzler. <laughs> whatever. He's a bishop. You yeah. got it. Yeah. Then he had to ask him for permission to perform rites of exorcism. Of course. Because the Catholic Church is run like a fucking kingdom. Basically. <laughs> Because we need princes and bishops and all this shit. Chain of command. You have to follow it. It's just how it goes. I know. Now, Bishop Dale Meltzer had never once... Hey, there was a guy that used to write dirt sheets for professional wrestling. And his name was Dave Dave Tuna Meltzer. (laughs) His nickname was Tuna because his last name was Meltzer. I'm actually a big fan of Tuna So we can call this guy... Ew. No, they're both of you. Ew. Oh, no. You're you're wrong. Uh, 
sitting, <laughs> sitting up on her throne. She won't eat tuna. Oh, I, no, 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 no. If it I comes from a can, t- I won't touch you. I love tuna with a lot of mayonnaise. A tuna melt sounds really gross to me. With cheese, a grilled cheese with tuna, go suck a dick. Can I just oh. have a grilled... Fuck. Sorry, buddy. Can I just have a patty melt? That sounds better it's, than a that tuna melt. That is also melt. good, but we'll just have a patty melt, but with tuna in it, asshole. That sounds like shit. No. Oh. It's like a crab cake, but with tuna. Yeah. yeah. I would just want a crab cake. Oh, I also God. would yeah. like one. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to call him Bishop Dale Tuna Meltzer for Okay, <laughs> so... Tuna Meltzer, he had never once granted permission to perform the rites of exorcism, and this time was no dis- different because he oh, denied the father's request. Thank you, Bishop. But. <laughs> but. <laughs> Is that you possessed? I might be. Now, hold on, guys. The father would be allowed to perform a minor exorcism on Latoya and bless the house again. Okay, yeah. Not full strength there. Mm, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. So father informed inform Latoya that she needed to find out the names of the demons that had been causing her so much trouble. Father Maginot told Latoya to think about the things that the demon or demons had done. <laughs> And to find their names based on the harm that they had caused. Latoya claimed, while searching the internet for the name, that the computer kept freezing and turning itself off. Oh, that's easy. You just get some canned air and Checkmate, blow it. Checkmate, atheist. No, blow your fans out. You're fine. She probably had, like, fucking Windows Me or something. Let's be real here. I don't think LaToya's running, like, a 1070 probably machine Probably not. Anything. Probably not. But she also claims that she began to feel nauseous and dizzy. But she persevered, eventually finding the names which felt right to her, including oh the God. names... From Google? Of- from Google Rad. or somewhere Rad. on the website. She, I don't know. She has like demon Munchausen by proxy. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I think you're on to something here. Yeah. She claimed that she found the name of the demons that had been assigned assigned to harm her children. <sighs> so I don't know if it's like. The thing is, too, this whole story, they don't release the names of the children, which is probably good to be yeah, honest. Yeah, very good, very good. But, uh, so yeah, apparently they assigned, I don't, I don't even know how you find that, but I kind of want it. Now, apparently equipped with the demon's names, the bishop would finally grant permission for the rites of exorcism. He would Arbitrary. Need to- I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's so arbitrary. Yeah. I, it makes me want to fall on the floor. <laughs> hey. <laughs> You don't you don't go to a shootout with no bullets. Did you ever you, think of that? You, <laughs> what is that did you phrase? Ever think of that, dickhead? You, I never did. I you, don't understand that phrase. Because the bullets are demons oh, and the gun is the right of exorcism. If you're going to a shootout, you have no bullets. Then what's the point just of it? Just kill yourself yeah. with the gun. Use yeah. it like a hammer and yeah. just hit yourself. You ain't got no bullets. bullets, dummy. They're the ammunition. Okay. Yeah. Guns don't kill people. So now bullets kill people. (laughs) Now, father, now, father, he would need to perform three separate exorcisms. The first two were done in English, and the third had to be done in Latin. Mm. In attendance were two of the police officers. (laughs) Those nosy fucks. (laughs) You are not needed here, boys. Yeah, I I don't know why they were there, but according to them, they were only there to offer emotional and physical strength in case the superhuman strength that is common in exorcism poked its head. Sure. During the first two exorcisms, Latoya convulsed and thrashed, 
falling asleep at times, which Father <laughs> believed was the way for the demons to lessen the power of the ritual. Sure. But the hold seemed to lessen by the end of the second attempt, after which Father went to retreat and refresh himself for the final confrontation. Regroup. Let's go. By the time of the final exorcism in June of 2012, the police officers didn't attend, so Father asked his own brother to help him assist, or assist him. After some minor convulsions during the event, Latoya fell asleep once again. This seemed to do the trick, and Latoya was no longer possessed. Huzzah! Roughly six months after having her children taken away, Woo! she would regain custody of them. Oh, good. A happy oh. mom getting her happy kids <laughs> she, back. She yeah. just had to get the demons out of there, and yeah. then she was fine. This is so good. So after this, Latoya and her mother Rosa and the three children would move to Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going to fuck that up. <laughs> Where it seems that everything returned to normal for the family, but the story of the Gary Demon House is not done yet. Mm -hmm. Because the enigmatic character talked about earlier comes into the story, who exactly is this person... What's his name, Ashley? Get at me, bro. It's Zach Baggins. Oh! It's Zach Baggins. And we've been doing a lot of research on this guy, and he is awesome. That's all I can say. So most of you probably know him from the very popular show, Ghost Adventures, mm. where he's constantly getting possessed by demons. <laughs> he is also looked down upon for his constant provoking and aggressive techniques while on his paranormal investigations. He also opened up his haunted museum in Las Vegas, Whoa. where you can go visit all of his relics and cursed objects. Now, I actually would love to see yeah. that. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it um, does. But his show that we've been watching, that Ghost Adventures Artifacts, I think those are items that, before they come to his museum, they put them on that TV show. Sure. And they <laughs> go in there. Yeah, it's pretty They have pretty a little cringy. commercial for the, for the live can show. Can I just tell you that there was this time where he, I watch it every now and then, because um, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> you don't have to apologize for it. It's funny, <laughs> you know? Um, not the artifacts, but the... The Ghost Adventures show. Mm -hmm. um, so he would be like screaming at a ghost saying, You're scaring women! And oh, old God. people. <laughs> and women and old people. That's what he said, but he like yells. Like, he's so and, ridiculous. And he'll say, like, fuck you, ghost. <laughs> he's so ridiculous, but he's kind of fun to watch. Oh. All right, so I, w I put a quote in here from Zach Baggins just to get get everybody, uh, af what is it, uh, assimilated to Acclimated. Him. Not assimilated. Assimilated. We're not the boy. Acclimated, acclimated to Zach Baggins. Adam, would you take it? I, I can't do Douchebag, you uh, can I don't do it know Zach Bag. I don't know his it's voice. A generic right. male voice. I've now transformed into a sensitive, a person who's <laughs> yes. able to detect when spirits are present. It's a skill that's evolved over hundreds of paranormal investigations and has taught me that the human body is the best means of paranormal detection. <laughs> I've become a fine tuned instrument of spiritual sensitivity. Fuck yeah, that's Zach. The most that perfect. was beautiful. So beautiful. That actually sounds like him kind of, to be honest with you. Yeah. Are you Thank Zach you. Baggins? I am. Baggins? <laughs> Zach Baggins? Baggins? Hey, you yeah, would Beagle. be Zach Baggins if you could because he's very he's wealthy. He's rich as shit, yeah. Yeah, mm. yes. fucking right. He's doing something right. All right, so, so the story goes as follows. Zach Baggins claims to have had a vision about a goat demon thing... <laughs> 
And what do you know, he then hears about the Gary Demon house, and after learning that LaToya and her family had already vacated the premises, he decides to purchase that house immediately. Yeah. I'm Zach Bagans, paranormal investigator. For the past 13 years, I've investigated over 1,000 hauntings. I have a series on the travel channel in the U.S. called Ghost Adventures. I'm one of the world's leading researchers on ghosts and demonology. And this is the case that really fucked me up. The story was huge. It was the next Amityville. And I went all out. I had plenty of resources, equipment, a great crew. I thought I was going to crush this story. But in the end, nothing was as it seemed. I fell ill and couldn't leave my room for eight days. I didn't feel like myself. Crew members quit on the spot or had to get fired. Witnesses and experts ended up in the hospital. And at the heart of it all was a little screwed up house. It took me three years to finish this film. I had everything I needed. But the truth is, this film is cursed. And which, let me point this out there, is totally not a ploy to make his documentary that he calls Demon House, <laughs> which we watched, and it was cringy as fuck. It was rad? It was sweet, but you're gonna, we're gonna go through the whole thing All real right, quick. Let's do it. It's really fun. Let's do us a rundown. So the movie opens up basically saying that if you watch this movie, you're probably gonna get possessed and like oh. have paranormal shit happy to. There's like yeah. a two page disclaimer before you even watch the film. Sure. So, uh, yeah, it adds to the spookiness, you know. So when Zach finally arrives at his new home, he receives a text message from his psychic medium friend, Chris Fleming. This message reads, Hey bro, hope you're alright and not possessed already. Just got off the phone with Adam Blay. Be safe. Saw visions of this demon being very, very large. Almost like a hulking type figure. It turned black and it had centaur feet. (laughs) Be careful, Adam. Thinks it's an 8 out of 10 on the demonic scale. (laughs) Below Satan himself. When it comes to possession like one of the generals. (laughs) I can send you a picture I could draw if you want me to, but it actually makes me feel sick and weak. This is not your average demon. Okay, so he's... He's... You know, it's kind of getting you in the mood. Hey, bro. I like how that's how it starts. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. I literally had to pause the movie to copy that text message that he sent him, and it made me laugh pretty hard, so. A lot of it means almost nothing, but (laughs) that's good. It's a demon so powerful, it's right below Satan. Yeah. Eight out of ten on the demon scale. It's really, really scary. Hmm. Now, the movie starts as Zach is trying to communicate with Latoya and Rosa, but they don't want to talk to him. And then he realizes that a Hollywood producer is trying to get the rights to the story of the Gary Demon house, mm. which is why the two ladies don't want to talk to him. Mm. They already got a contract. Now, Zach, prior to ent- entering the house, sees that there are squatters living there, and they told him that they hadn't experienced a single ounce of paranormal activity. What? That's what That's they crazy. said. Say so. what? <laughs> what? 
The man who owned the house while Latoya was renting it had no reports of paranormal activity from any of the previous tenants. In fact, he had a news story from the other members of the Ammons family stating that none of that shit happened Say at what? all. Say what? What? Goodness. How what? is this heck coming I, I'm sure this has blown your mind. It's crazy that he literally put this on his own documentary about the demon house. Well, at least maybe that... Uh, Trans- a little more transparency. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, add a little credence to it. You yeah, know? something like that. Well, as well. you guys can expect, Zach decides, hey, we got to have an investigation. Yeah, I'm sleeping in here. So mm-hmm. this is probably my favorite part of the movie because it's done from like a security camera angle. Now, Zach, he becomes possessed. Oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. And then he starts attacking his cameraman, mm-hmm. yelling at him to get the fuck out and of course he has zero memory of doing any of this. So the previous or the previous tenants then visit the house and it's a mother and her three children, correct? He's taking them on a tour of the house. Then they find out that the daughter attempted suicide after visiting the house. Then they took the daughter to the church and Father Maginot uh, does an exorcism on her and then claims that he's successful. This is in the movie, I swear to God. Mm-hmm. So she's free. She's, she's free. Demon free now. She's demon free. She claims that the demons made her do this. Do you think she was like, oh, shit, I didn't know I was going to be in Ghost Adventures movie. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a real movie. I, this is the one thing I have to say about the movie. Uh, I don't know if any of these people that we're going to talk about actually hurt themselves. Hmm. But Zach is just like, every single death is just like because of the house. It's like it's because all the of the house. It's all just the house. because of the house. Gotcha. So, have you guys watched this? Ashley? No, I haven't. It's free on YouTube, by the way. Oh, awesome. The Now that is a mark of quality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it's free on YouTube. <laughs> when it's free on YouTube, you know it's, that's quality. Okay, you guys remember Captain Charles Austin? Yeah! So he came back to the house Nuh-uh. with Zach, yep, and then after he left... <laughs> He, uh, he claims that he mysteri- mysteriously falls on the ice and injures himself. That's not a mystery. <laughs> he, said, he said it was the demons doing it to him. Of course. And, well, this part's a little fucked up. After that, he was shot during a home invasion, but didn't die. Nice. He didn't die, but apparently the demons did it to him. Now, nope. that's what he claims. Mm-hmm. Now, Zach then calls in what I'm calling an energy doctor. Um, he studies, hold on, I swear to God, he studies magnetic and electromagnetic forces, okay? All right. And then all of a sudden, Zach begins to become possessed again, and he claims to get angry, and he gets very emotional, and then he starts to cry. He's literally just starting to cry. Bianca, you watched this too. I did. I saw it, and it was, oof, it was rough. It's pretty cringy. It's very cringy. Um, then, uh, the energy doctor, his name is Dr. Taft and he claims he's feeling sick and then he, they capture a black shadow on the camera and it's kind of like reaching out towards Dr. Taft and it touches him and then the cameraman becomes possessed. Oh my God. Oh, I remember that part. Yep. He remember he becomes possessed and then they, he, for some reason sneaks into the basement and just kind of chills there. Ah, he's just hanging out. This is my favorite part. This is. Good, too. So then they all return to the hotel, and Zach claims that the cameraman is now puking blood oh. into his bathroom mm-hmm. because of the demons, mm-hmm. and uh, he starts running 
what is he doing? He's causing a ruckus in the elevator. He's saying shit like, yeah. fuck you, demon. Uh-huh. Is this the best you got? It's, oh, it's so <laughs> he, douchey. He, I like, hate there's it. There's literally a 10-minute scene mm-hmm. where they're opening and closing the elevator door, and this guy's like, take me back to the house, Zach. Take me back to the house. He looks like some tap-out dude. It's, yeah, it's so oh, fucking oh, he, terrible. He's got affliction gear on. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Now, Dr. Taff, um, he's having his own experiences at the hotel as well. Uh, he's having nightmares and his ears start bleeding. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and, then, and then a switch back to the cameraman, and he keeps telling Zach to go into the demon house and kill himself. <laughs> then the following day, Dr. Taff, this is literally Dr. Taff on a hospital bed, and his organ... <laughs> <laughs> no, his organs are mysteriously beginning to shut down, mm. but he's like super calm and kind of like excited about it. Ooh, I'm going into renal failure. <laughs> I no, I swear to God, he he's like happy that his organs are failing. He's like super fascinated. It's yeah, great. <laughs> what a dickhead. I'm just like, what is going on here? So, so Zach, you know, he decides. He better board himself up into the demon house <laughs> and kill himself. No, no. Thank you, Zach. He boards himself. They they nail him into the demon house by himself. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. So throughout the night, he keeps hearing disembodied voices. Yeah. And at one point, he's sitting on his bed. The camera goes out of focus. Shit. And then all of a sudden, Shit. a mysterious shadow shoots across the flame. <gasps> Zach's literally like, come on, bitch, fuck you, let's mm-hmm, go. Mm-hmm. This is this is good, too. And now, after this, Zach claims that his eyes start burning, and he develops an eye disease that forces him to wear prism glasses for the rest of his life. <laughs> That's a, the long con. That's the long con, like, for why I have to wear glasses. Yeah. Demons. Yeah. Yeah, they did something to his eyes. <laughs> Um, the doctor, he st- his organs are still failing. Um, <laughs> Dr. Taft is yeah. still failing. Yeah. He's, he's the, fucked. He, he's still in his hospital. He's just having the time of his life. <laughs> his, his organs failing. There goes my appendix. <laughs> now, the cameraman, this is good, too. They keep putting stills of him up. Yeah. He's gone crazy. He'll no longer talk to Zach. <laughs> and it keeps highlighting the fact that he tattooed <laughs> Six 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 on both of his hands. Great. He's he's possessed. So Zach says, "This is enough. This is enough." He destroys the house, so no one else can ever be affected by it. Yeah. Um. Last scenes of the film is he's collected the dirt from underneath the stairs, and he has all the holy relics from her altar, and he puts them in a storage locker because he he says he's a collector and he can just he just can't let it go. Is he gonna put it in his museum? I'm uh, I would assume it's in there. Well, here's the Home Depot here's bucket dirt. of dirt. <laughs> it, it's literally him opening buckets of dirt, saying yeah. and he's like picking it up and just like sifting it through his hands. What a real piece of shit. Probably. Oh, yeah. But uh, my conspiracy is that he destroyed the house so the Hollywood producer couldn't film in the house because they were trying to get the rights. Right. That's hey, good. That's good. That I, is I think smart. That, I think that's why he did it. Yeah. My they, YouTube movie will be the only movie. 
Oh, no, no, no. It's just free on YouTube. You can buy it for like $15. Mm. So, um, but, good, good, good. But good it, <laughs> hey, if anybody needs a good laugh and to kind of feel bad for Zach Baggins, basically just claiming know. all of these people nope. are like hurting themselves nope. because of the demon house, then, then yeah, it's, uh, it, it's all right. It's it, fine. His so. career might be sunsetting. Yeah. It's, Maybe. No, no, I don't know. It doesn't you think matter. He's, picking he's up? loaded, he's as, loaded as, right. as fuck. That's all okay, that matters. Okay, so. Zach Baggins is a dipshit. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Um, how about let's go around the room? Uh, do you think this was actually Demon House, or do you think this lady, like you said, was just having her children act this way to try to get famous? Get Latoya's money? is a bitch. Yeah, you think she's a bitch? Yeah, okay. she's a liar. She's a hoe. She's a, okay. <laughs> she's placing this situation on her children for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I don't think. I don't think that demons really possess these children. So you're saying there's no demon dirt? No. No, no it's, a fraud, it's I will, fraudulent. I, sure. will, I will say it does look creepy when you're watching the house because you go down the stairs and uh, basically Editing like... Editing is really amazing. It looks amazing. like, no, no, it looks down like here. Eddie and yeah. yeah. If, if you imagine how, how the floor is all like smoothed out here, it looks like that. And then if you would imagine a little pile of dirt underneath those stairs, that's basically what it looks like. Okay. Yeah. That's the so portal to hell. If you look at it, if you're looking at it from like a reasonable point of view... It would be, they'd have to remove the stairs to cement that area. It's like, that's why they didn't cement that fucking area of the mm. basement. Mm. And Jor- I wish Jordan was here to give us an expertise opinion <laughs> on it. I know. But yeah, anyway, guys, that's the... Uh, that's fantastic. That's the Gary Demon House. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Big so. fan. Amazing. Excellent. I know Thank I you. love it. I know everybody else will love it as well. <laughs> yep. If you enjoyed that story as well, please email us, bumblebuttpodcast at gmail.com. What's that, Adam? Bumblebuttpodcast at gmail.com. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at bumblebuttpod, Facebook and Instagram at bumblebuttpodcast. We also have personal Instagram. Mine is at bumbleadam. Cody's at Cody's above. Ashley's is at Little Miss Strength. Bianca is at Bianca Mata. Now it's time for the most important part of the show. Alicia has Cody. iTunes Reviews. All right, yeah, we got one more written from Krista James. It says, great podcast. Hey, guys, shout out from Hibbing, Minnesota. I just stumbled Iron Range. <laughs> I just stumbled upon your podcast. I love the banter. It's like I'm hanging out with some good friends telling crazy stories. Thank yeah, for, man. Thanks for all the content. I look forward to future episodes. I love that. I thank love you very that. much. What yeah, was the name again? Uh, Krista James. Thank you very much, Krista. She's one of them northern girls. Yeah. We're city folk up here. Taconite and iron up there. Mm. Yeah, they got Did both. Did they close the mines down? No, they no, still up no. There? Okay, all right. Come Don't, on. I feel like it's not a great In place fact, to work. In fact, one of the wilds, I think it's their tertiary color, is Iron Range Red. Mm. So there you go. All right, I love that. All right, Cody. Also, you know what we did? We launched a Patreon. We did. I hope you all listened to those five mini-sos and loved them. And also, uh, it's patreon.com slash bumblebuttpodcast if you're feeling generous. Mm. Cody, can you tell me our little uh, our little flock? Our new ones. All right, yeah. yeah uh, I think the first wave of people should have gotten their mysterious gifts by this point. Mm, the $15 um, some... tier and the $5 tier, right? Yes, mm-hmm. correct. Some of you. Um, but our new ones are Candace, uh, we love you. Love you. Carly, we love, love you. you. Uh, Lisa, we love you. Love you. And Penny or Penelope or, or Pip. Pip. Love yeah, you. So thank you very much. Thank you. Um, you guys will be getting all your stuff very soon. I mailed us some out today. We'll be mailing some out uh, this upcoming week. So I hope everybody's enjoying everything. Fuck yeah. Yes. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, everybody. That's going to do it for all of us here at Bumble Podcast. It's going to do it for Jordan. Rest in peace, Jordan. <laughs> That's going to do it for our special guests, both 
both both members of Creep It Real. That's going to do it for Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. You're welcome. That's going to do it for Bianca. Thank you, Bianca. Mm-hmm. It's going to do it for Cody. Thank you, Cody. Thank you, Anna. All right, everybody. Have a nice weekend unless it's Tuesday. Am I supposed to say something?